Welcome to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolly Talks and special guest co-host Abraham, aka AB. Yo, guys, how you how you doing? Hope you're all well. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining again. Arnold is is enjoying himself on <laughs> RTB annual leave still. Um, <laughs> so you know you got me and AB today, and. Just been thinking about kind of what to talk about and it just feels like quite an open an open conversation today mm. in terms of even more unscripted than usual because we both came together yeah. like so what, what are we going to talk about we're both actually yeah. um and i was just wondering like what what have you been learning so you've been off work for the last week two weeks something like that right yeah the last week the last week so you've got another week yeah. left yeah right? another week yeah weeks off. yeah and so like what have you kind of been learning about in this time where you've got that space you know what this this time having a space i've just been resting a lot i think i didn't realize how much rest i needed okay what do you mean i'm used to just like um even when i get holidays i like to Mm. do stuff on my holidays like i like to think okay cool i've got other things i'm working on so i'll use my holidays for that to the point even when i get because I work in a school, so I get a lot of mm. a lot of holidays. So even when it comes to summer holidays, my friends think I'm complaining, that I'm, and I always say six weeks is too long. And everyone's like, "How can you complain and say six weeks is too long?" But <laughs> right? For me, <laughs> for me, all I need is two oh, weeks. That's it. All I need wow. is two weeks, possibly ten days. I'm good. Like, I'm ready to like get up and do something. But so usually, I'm always like I said on the summer. Now I will take I'll do an, another job while I'm on that holiday. Just to really? keep busy, yeah. Because after like a while, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've had enough time off. But I just feel mm. like six weeks is too long. So yeah, so this holiday, I was, I did pretty much the same thing. Like I had a few things that I was doing, but I was more intentional about taking time to rest, which was really good. And I, I didn't realize how much, t- how much rest I needed. But as I what, took time out to rest, I felt that? exhausted because. Wow. Yeah, I'm just used to, to, I guess, keep going on. Mm. And it's only when I thought, okay, I, I took the first day to just rest and I felt exhausted. And then I felt like when I rested, I felt so recharged. Mm. It was it was unbelievable. Like, wow, it's just, yeah, I felt so recharged. And I thought, wow, I really needed this. And it wasn't even, it wasn't part of the plan to rest on the day I did, but I just thought, okay, there was nothing gone. Let me use it to rest and I realized how needed it was. And yeah, I realized well, I was really exhausted. Do you know? Mm. Yeah. And when you say rest, what do you mean? Like you just like what did you do? Literally just just you know what? Just chilling out. Like had um had more of a lion, you know, usually I'm up. So I still got up early, but then got back in, um, lied in for a bit and yeah, just chilled. Um, mm. spent some time with my word and just just shut off from everything else I would usually do that would keep me busy. And I just took that that day to kind of just focus on that, just chilling, being in my word. And yeah, that that made me feel more recharged, you know. Mm. As to usually, I'd even when I'm at home, I'll still be doing other things. So it's like my mind is still busy, but on a Monday, I just literally stepped away from everything and just took that time to just chill, um, get in my mm. word and just, yeah, relax. And, yeah, like I said, I had a had a line as well, which which always helps. 
Because that's something I was thinking about is in terms of like, what does it mean to rest in the Lord? Because I think that there are some things that, you know, like for example, I can sit and watch TV, you yeah. know, but is that is that really restful? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yes, it's a bit of escapism and I get away from, from kind of my day-to-day grind. But I was wondering what, what was rest actually meant to, to look like? Mm, mm, mm. Um, because you know when it talks about, for example, creation, um, and yeah. it says about how God rested from mm. from from His works on the seventh day. Yeah, like what what do you think He did? Yeah, that's a good question, man. You know, um, yeah, I wonder that because I'm, I'm the same thing. For I guess for everyone, rest looks different. But for mm. me, a lot of the times, rest sometimes it could be as simple as just playing some worship music and just closing my eyes and just chilling. Mm. And, I, and I, I feel recharged after that, Do you know. Um, sometimes, I could, sometimes it could be me just spending a bit of time in prayer, reading my word, and I feel I feel well-rested, do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. So um, things that, that help me, that is, is, rest, is restful for me when I'm, when I'm tired, especially spiritually tired as well. Because mm, I think there's different there's different elements to a person, right? So there's spirit, mm. soul, and body, body right? Yeah. So it's like, how do we how do we get rest for all of those areas? So like, mm. you know, and how do we get recharged? Yeah, you know, so like our body is like you know sleep, self care, that kind of stuff, right? So mm-hmm. exercise, you know, energizing the body, recharging the body a bit. Yeah, I think our spirit is what you've been talking about in terms of you know praying, getting in the word, um, yes. worshiping, yes. those kind of things. And I think also for our soul, I think relationships and reflection definitely um, are really important for that. Yeah, our, our community that we have around us, yeah, um, help. So me and two of my brothers met up. And it was like, we, I didn't even realize how needed that meetup was. This was probably like mm. a month ago. And just us fellowshipping, we all left feeling edified, feeling recharged, feeling strengthened. Do you yes. know what I mean? And so even just tapping into your community, I think a lot of people don't do that as often as needed. You know, they, you kind of isolate rather than to kind of tap into that community and, and reach out to them, you know? Mm. Do you, do you think everybody has communities that they can do that with? Um, I don't. I don't think everybody. I don't think everybody has communities, though. That is a, that is a good question. I don't think that. I don't think that's something that everybody has. Do you know? Um, even for me, like I'm, I'm always thankful for the group of people I've got around me, because mm. I know that that's not everybody's story. Mm. But also, as well, sometimes, and this is not all the time, because I know there's some people that are genuinely looking for community of people you know to to journey with but a lot of times what stops us from journeying with people or connecting with other people is our past hurt yeah so like it's you know and it makes people suspicious around each other and i think Mm. generally as guys we don't make we don't we don't build friendships quickly anyway like i always say this as a joke yeah but i'm like women can meet each other in the toilet and the next week they're going on holiday together (laughs) yeah 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 I don't know yeah, how. For sure. For sure. But as a guy, like we'll see each other like three, four times, and then the, maybe the fifth time we're like, "Yo, how's it going?" 
<laughs> like, it just yeah. takes a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I feel like sometimes, like, when guys have, like, real friendships, they, mm. they're like, that's it, you know? Yeah, and, it's real. Yeah, and sometimes it, it takes that time mm. to to kind of to cultivate that. Yeah. Because um, one of the things I always think about is, you know, when they talk about, like, weddings, right? Mm-hmm. The drama generally comes with, like, the bridesmaids and things like that. Yeah. You don't necessarily see that same... And this is generalization to the highest order, right? Yeah. But like you don't, if you took a hundred weddings, you know, the drama for the bridesmaids would, should be more or would probably yeah, be yeah. more than mm. what you see with the drama with the groomsmen, right? Yeah. And so that does also beg the question about, you know, are we building friendships and relationships in the right way that stand the test of time? I, I definitely agree. Um, I think as well, the way the culture, like the culture doesn't, encourage us to repair things with friendships and mm. it's crazy because i was talking to my mentor and he was saying that it needs to be more seminars on friendships he said there's always these relationship seminars but he was like people need to be taught it's true how to do you know it's so important because the culture just says cut them off and there's no room in it for people to like mm. to grow you know, actually to work change. to grow yeah mm. and, and i think that 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 becomes a problem as well you know mm. yeah so true and uh, i think that, yeah. that that is that is a way that god has also kind of designed for us to be is that actually mm. community and relationship yeah. is one of the things that refreshes us because mm. <clears throat> if you think about it actually like you know the spiritual disciplines are our relationship with god yeah you know and that refreshes our spirits mm. and it's almost like our you know our friendships is our relationship with other people and that that refreshes our souls definitely definitely um that's so important and i think also what i've what i learned and it's um i learned this actually from working in school um one of the schools i was working at um whenever they they i was learning support assistant and so they'll give me young people to work with Mm. and i always I always got on with a certain group of young people. I click mainly with with majority of the young people, but personally, I always wanted to work with a certain group of young people because I felt like, okay, like I understand them a bit more. It's just easier. So mm. they gave me someone to work with. He's completely different to me. Like everything, interests are different. And I was just thinking, mm. this, this ain't gonna work. What to speak about? How about gonna play with him whereas the groups that I'm usually used to work with or I prefer we you know we got so many things in common you know so but then mm. it forced me to actually take time to understand this young person and to, to learn more about his interests as much as he was learning about mine and literally like I remember when he was leaving like the school when it was the final year and they were doing an assembly like he was so upset like you know and that wasn't that wasn't the way we were relating to each other at first. At first, I was always having to give him a detention. Things weren't working out, but I just really? that time. To... Yeah, it was... <laughs> it was tough at the beginning, man. <laughs> it was really tough. Wow. But I wasn't taking the under... I wasn't taking the time to understand it because from the beginning, I just thought this ain't gonna work because we're just so different. Whereas I can get another young person that I'm working with, similar interests. He's into football. He's... Do you get what I'm saying? Hmm. So I'm able, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I can connect with this person because I can find a common ground and 
you know, that helps. But with this, there's no common ground. We're completely different. And so what it did now, it forced me to actually come out of my comfort zone and understand a bit more of his interests and try and connect with him a bit more. Um, at first it was it was challenging because I guess I wasn't taking a step out to say, you know what, I'm going to make the effort. You mm. know, but then I, as I started thinking about it, I spoke to a friend of mine and um, she said she had to do some mentoring and she had that similar story, but it was for a mentoring company she was working with. Mm. And that encouraged me that, okay, let me make more of an effort. So I started making more of an effort. So I knew he was into like BMX riding. So I started finding like short clips of people doing BMX freestyles and stuff like that. Started trying to understand it a bit more. And I remember coming into the school and showing him a few freestyles I found out and just seeing like the reaction he had, wow. you know, because I actually went out my way to do that. And then him leaving in year 11 and we just had like a really good rapport, you know, and he's asking me like if he can come back and visit. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. But that wasn't the case at the beginning. And so I link it back to say like a lot of times in church, we're trying to look like we're trying to be friends with the people, even not even just in church. I think as as believers, we're trying to only build with the people that mm. are similar to us. Mm. But there's so many people that they might be different to us, but there's so much that we're, we're going to be a blessing to them. They're going to be a blessing to us. And we're robbing ourselves of that opportunity. It, it's so true because there have been so many times where I've been, so for example, at a church I was at previously, um, they had like a prayer group mm. and it was a group of just like four or five people um, who would get together regularly to pray about the church. Yeah. And we became really, really close, you know, over the years. I was there maybe like four or five years. We became really, really close. And I just remember looking around one time and being like, if it wasn't for church, I would have never, mm. <laughs> never <laughs> imagined. Yeah, there's no way in it. You know, so much time every week. Mm. One person, she was like, kind of like a bit old. She was like maybe 15 years older than me. Mm. Um, Like mum of two, like I would have never, like at home mum, never connected with her. Another guy Mm. was like in his 50s or 60s, like from like a photography shop. And then there's another woman who was like in her 60s. I was like, Mm. I would have never spent so much time with you guys if we hadn't been brought together first year around mm. church, you know? Yeah. And and that's what I love about church is that it's just such a, it's a group of people from all different walks of life. Definitely, yeah. Coming together into one family to do life mm. together. And there is yeah. so much richness 100%. in that. 100%, 100%, I, I agree. And like you said, there's people that you realize, they're like, I would never have like just bumped into this person if not for church. Never. And yeah, you, you see the difference is that like, so you're so different to each other. It's like, but there's so much like you know you're able to bless each other, you know, and learn from each other, really, isn't it? It's kind of like you know where it says in the Bible about how good and how pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. Mm. And when I think about kind of the design of the church, where you know God wanted it to be for all people, mm. you know, not just for the Jews who are quite even within you know Jewish, people, there'll be variances. But then when you yeah. then bring in all the different cultures, different nations, everything together, mm. there's going to be such, such differences in people, you know, that God is still expecting us to dwell in unity, even though we're different. He's yeah. not expecting all of us to be the same, 
Mm. But he's expecting all of us to work well together, come together, well yeah. together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what unity is about. It's not it's not all Definitely. about everyone being the same, but it's about all going in the same direction. Everybody has their differences. Mm. But we can we can bring those things together to make a really nice, beautiful picture. Yeah. No, 100%, man. Unity, unity, man. That's that's what it's all about. Do you know? I think even in, um, I think it was a book of John when Jesus was talking about how they will know that we're his disciples. Is the, the unity between us as believers, you know? Mm. It's how we love one another. Yeah, how we love one another, yeah. And that, that, is, that is dwelling in unity. Mm. You know, that is, that is a big part of it. That is a yeah, massive definitely. part of it. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Um, what are the other challenges that we, we face that, you know, affects us in terms of building a community? in terms of friendships and that, would you say? Um, I think, I don't know. I think there's a few things. I think there's kind of pride is one of them. Mm. Um, and okay. not being willing to, cause even like with what you said just now about the, about the kid, like you had to almost like in some ways humble yourself yeah. to try and understand where he's coming from and mm. to get your put your interests aside and then yeah. look out for his so you know it talks about mm. you know not just looking out for our own interests but for the interests of others yeah and that takes humility that takes mm. intentional effort you know that takes yeah sometimes looking into stuff that you have no interest in or definitely trying yeah. to align with people in ways that you normally would just be like no i don't care about that why would i yeah. be looking at that <laughs> you know yeah, so i think yeah, I, I think pride is definitely it's definitely one thing and because even it comes down to like as humans we like to talk about ourselves right we, we mm. like to talk and so i am um, this carrie newhoff who i listened to he said that him and his wife when they go to places they intentionally try and ask more about other people yeah okay you know? that's really good and like when they're on their way home they always ask each other like oh did, did anyone ask you any good questions today mm. and normally it's like actually no right because we don't we don't always ask about people yeah you know we Definitely. don't ask about other people's interests we don't we don't make that effort so i think pride mm. in in a way is one of those things that that stops us because yeah you know like you were saying with that guy you didn't have much common ground but you still yeah. you still had to explore you still look to find things mm. you know and i think that 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 takes humility to be to be intentional about doing that mm. no definitely I think it does. Also, also to be able to be to be willing to be corrected by your friends. Like I, yeah. I remember the podcast episode where you said there was <laughs> an intervention was done. For you. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing so much because that happened to me, man. No way. Oh man, no. Wait, listen, it happened, man. You know, <laughs> it's and the funny thing is, I, I wasn't going out without a fight. <laughs> So it ended up being a part two. <laughs> wow. Because the part one, I didn't accept it, but then I realized, you know, I had to humble myself and, and receive that correction, you know, um, as needed. And how I dealt with that definitely would have had a big impact on, on that friendship, you know. Mm. But me being able to, to listen to my friends and say, you know, all right, fine. You know, I, I was wrong here. I need to work on this it helped that because it's like you're giving people how would i say it's like you're giving them permission to to 
do you know what I mean? To, to correct you on certain things. Absolutely. And yeah, I think that 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 comes with the growth of that friendship. You know, when you meet someone, they they're not gonna say nothing at first, but as things grow, you begin to say, okay, I've noticed this, you know, and that begins to grow in it. And so mm. I I look at all my friends and over time they're able to speak on different things in my life now than when we first met do you know what I mean mm-hmm. because there's trust that grows isn't it for sure you know but sure. also how I react when the first time they spoke about something is what's gonna it's, it's kind of gonna determine how things go from there yes because if I, if I fly off the handle that's it <laughs> yeah it's like it kind of puts that barrier there isn't it you mm. know so um, also that's something that I looked at like okay how willing am I to receive correction within that community you know what I'm saying and it's, it's an interesting one because I, I really want to get to the place where no matter who is bringing that correction, right, I can kind of take it. Yeah, you know, that's just, a hard place to get to, isn't it? Bro, honestly, because sometimes you're like, you don't know me. How can you talk <laughs> to me about you? But you don't know me, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> What's scary for me, right, is that sometimes yeah. the people who don't know you see things from day mm, one. Yeah. yeah. Just because someone doesn't know you doesn't mean that they can't see flaws in your character. They can't yeah. see, you know, things that you're actually doing wrong. They don't know where mm. it's coming from, but it doesn't mean that what they're seeing isn't accurate. Mm. You know, no, so that's I, so I really, I want to get to that place where like, even, cause you know, when people talk about, oh, people are just haters and they say this and this, sometimes mm. they might still be speaking the truth. Yeah, you know, so and, true. And it's on me to say, okay, is it true? Is it untrue? Do I take it? Do I not take it? I can't just blindly put it down to haters. Yeah, I, I agree, man. And for me as well, like I, I was trying not to focus too much on delivery. Yes. So yes. When, I, when I was when my intervention was done, I felt like I was ambushed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there was no warning given. None. <laughs> this is what's happening here. These guys are just doing this intervention that seems like a normal call. Yes. But then I was so caught up on the delivery and how it was I wasn't focusing on the truth, isn't it? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. The substance of what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So that's something I'm I'm trying to work on in terms of like not being so caught up on how it's delivered all the time. And even if I'm not happy about delivery, still being able to look at it and say, Okay, is this true? Yeah. You know? Yes. So I'm I'm going through that a bit at the moment. So I started a new job. Um, well, a new role within Sky um, a few, like almost two months ago now. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. And, bro, like, it's been, <laughs> <laughs> like, to be very honest, it's been tough yeah. because I feel like sometimes it feels like I'm getting told off, you know? Mm. And where I've been in the same team, the same role for so long, I know, I've known everything about it. Like, yeah. that was never happening. I wasn't getting, mm. I, I'd, get, I'd get feedback about, okay, you can do this better and that better. But mm. now it feels like day to day, like I'm getting, I'm getting, there's, yeah, I'm, I'm getting pulled up on a regular mm. basis. Yeah. And do you know, it doesn't always feel nice, right? And my boss, I can mm. tell he's kind of looking at me like, he's like, is that fair what I'm saying? Like, you know. Yeah, trying to gauge by your reaction. Yeah, because I'm very like, you know, I look the same most of the time, Mm. you know, but what I had to realize is that, look, what he's saying, most of it is actually very fair feedback. Yeah. You know, like this is my first time and like this kind of level of seniority, there are so Mm. many things about it that I don't know, I don't understand. 
you know, I'm not thinking strategically as much as he does, you know, and sometimes the delivery can feel a bit hard, but it's like everything you're saying is true. You know, mm. it's so true. It's so fair. And so I'm learning to just be like, look, thank you so much. And he was a bit like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, no, like genuinely thank you because these are all things that yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. You know, so that, that's, that's interesting. What was challenging you about it at the beginning when he was um, giving you the feedback? Because I like to be right. I'm competitive. <laughs> I like to I like to deliver. I hear you. Right? And basically what yeah. he's saying is look, you're not delivering what I need. Mm. Right? And that's 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 quite hard to hear sometimes. Yeah. You know, especially for someone who likes to get stuff done. It's just like mm. I'm not giving him what he needs and that that really sucks. Mm. That no, really, I hear really you. sucks. Um uh, but yeah, like it's just been a challenge. Mm. You, you got me thinking because today at church someone was speaking to me mm. and I, I wasn't even aware I was doing this. He was giving me advice or something, but I feel like I know what I'm doing. I, I think, yeah, mm. I know what I'm doing. So in my mind, it's like, all right, cool. I hear you, but I've got this. Mm. But I didn't realize I was doing this. So he said to me at one point, he said, just listen to me. You keep interrupting. I didn't realize I was interrupting. Like, I think I must've got so caught up in the discussion. Mm. And then he, yeah, he just said, look, just he told me to to send him um, a message about what he was telling me to do. He was telling me to do something and I had to send him a message about it. And I'm not gonna lie, I didn't want to send him the message. It was just for what? I don't know what I'm doing. But as I'm speaking to you now, I'm like <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I need to send him the message. <laughs> I think I was being prideful, man. <laughs> and this is the thing, right? It's that the older you get, the more experience you get the yeah. easier it is to slip into the pride mm. you know like, yeah yeah I got this yeah yeah no of course I know yeah 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 mm. but part of me also thinks that look if you're in a position where there's never anything new you know there's never anything that you don't know like are you even in the right place anymore because yeah. are you being stretched are you growing are you having yeah, yeah. to stay so humble to mm. submit to learning yeah it's so it's so true I think that's the, that's the key thing. Are you growing? Are you willing to submit? And the funniest thing about it is he was trying to help me because he has like he has a connection, so he's like, I can help you. Yes. But I felt I just felt like I know what I'm doing, and mm. it's for some weird reason. And I know this is pride. Sometimes if someone's speaking to me and I feel like they're trying to sun me, yes, <laughs> I find it hard to listen to them. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's, what you mean. that's it. I, it's like I block everything they're saying yeah. in that moment because I feel like, no, you're trying to sun me. Like, yes. I yeah. guess that's how I must have felt today when he was speaking to me. Yes. So I remember there was a video of, I think, LeBron James and I think it was like Kyrie Irving or something. And they were like daffing each other. And then LeBron like put his hand on Kyrie's head. Like he was like, <laughs> he drops. <laughs> and then they're both just like pat each other's heads, you know, like, no, I'm the father, yeah. no, I'm the father. Yeah. No, like, how are you going to sub me, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, as we go into the season of, of like parenthood, something that's been really interesting mm. and some conversations like I've had with like, my parents, my wife is that look, at some point, you know, the, the dynamic between us and our parents changes mm, because yeah. for most of our childhood, there's nothing I can add of value to my parents in terms of teaching them stuff, right? Yeah. 
But as time goes on and, you know, there's new technology, there's new ways of doing things, there's new schools of thought. Like, I can start to actually offer something to my parents. Mm. And for me, it's kind of like in our season, it's like friendship. So I have have this one guy who's who's a really good friend of mine. Mm. And when we first became friends, it was because he kind of, he needed counsel, he needed mentoring, he needed, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And that was the position that I had in his life. You know, yeah. and then over the years, he's grown so much to the point where, like, he's no not he's not like my little bro anymore. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's like yeah. he's like brother, you know, yeah, like, yeah, solid definitely. brother. Like, <laughs> like I take advice from him; he takes advice from me. Mm. Now it's like a mutual. That's amazing, thing. man. Yeah, you know? it's, that's how it's meant to be. That's, that's it's the true. beauty of what God has designed the Christian walk to be like, mm. you know, but if we're not careful when that yeah. stuff happens, it can be like, do you not remember like you, who You I... know what? <laughs> I've had that experience with people that they, they try to remind me like, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yo, I'm still the big brother. And I'm like, yo, it's but we're not both the same. Growing. It's not we're the same. Growing. Exactly. <laughs> And and to be honest, like that's something that I'm really I'm really challenged by on a regular basis because I have mm. quite quite a lot of friends who, you know, at the beginning, for example, and this is a bit exposing, but like I was probably earning like a good amount more money than them, right? Mm. But through like time together, we work stuff out, we apply for new jobs, you know, we go through that whole process. Now they earn yeah. as much as me, some of them even more than me, yeah. right? And it challenges you because you're like, hold yeah, up, it's true. Yeah. hold up. I was helping you. Did... you. You know, you know. And now I, you're I teaching you me stuff, and I'm like, yeah, hey, what? You know. And I really have to like, I pray about it. I'm like, Lord, don't let me be that person who then becomes jealous and then almost mm. is like, in a weird way, like sabotaging people. Like, I don't want to be that mm. person. I want to be genuinely happy for people. You know, yeah. and that's something that's been a really, a really good journey for me. It's like learning to mm. just be genuinely happy. Like even when no, definitely. It's, it's easy to be happy for people when they're not doing as well as you. Yeah. But like, can you be happy for people when they're doing even better, way yeah. better than you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and do you want them to? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. That's yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. I'm actively like praying for that. Hmm. That's so true. You know? That that is so true. It's it's a challenge, but that 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 probably gives me the understanding of the older lot that never want the younger lot to come through. Because I yes. could never get that way. Like it's like when you're young, the older lot they got so much time and love for you. The minute you grow up and you're maturing, it's like you become a threat. <laughs> yeah, it's literally that. <laughs> literally that. And I could never literally. understand. It. I'm like, where did things change? <laughs> And and the thing is, right, is that the older lot, they they had things harder than we did in a lot of mm. ways, right? So like sometimes, right, sometimes even when I'm looking at um at people that I'm hiring, right, at work, mm. I'm like, it took me seven or eight years to get to this salary that I'm about to yeah. offer you. And you are getting there two to three years in two to three years. Yeah. I'm like, what? What madness is this <laughs> that I had to toil? Yeah, I mm. had to toil for years okay, I to see get to where this you're from that. Yeah, and now in like two to three years, you're just there, and that's the market mm. now. You know, and it's very easy to become that person. It's like, now I'm not going to give them that salary. I'm going to try and yeah. I'm going to try and push them down. 
Mm. You know, but that's that's not actually like that's not godly. Firstly, yeah, you know, you know, it's like there's there's a literal story about it. Do you remember the story of the the denarius, where what was that? the workers who the the guy goes to the marketplace in the morning and he mm. says to the people, "I will give you one denarius if you work for me all day." Oh yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah, and then throughout the day he gets more and more people, and then. Mm some of the people have only been working for like an hour yeah and when it comes to the end of the day the people he pays the most recent people first and everybody mm-hmm. who's been there all day sees them paying getting paid one denarius for an hour's worth yeah. of work and they're all like yeah. oh yeah i'm gonna get extra pay and this and that mm. and then when it comes to it they get one denarius and they're like what is this? He's like, yeah, but yeah. you signed up for one denarius. Like, yeah, the people who, who came later, that's just because I'm gracious. It's my money yet to pay them with what I want. You know? you know, and sometimes it's like that. Like, you might have been mm. doing that for a long time. But that doesn't mean that, you know, the people who come after aren't going to get paid more mm. later. Like, Definitely. I, I think paid. that's, yeah. I think, yeah, like what you said, when people that have had to, I guess, they feel like they've had to grind more they sometimes think it's unfair if they see someone else not going through the same process they went through. I remember my sister was, she was training, does a training at, uh, for project management. And she was training people mm. to become project managers. And then she, I went for the training and all the, all the people that were there, they had some sort of experience in project management. I was the only person that did it. But mm. a lot of them that she was training, like Nigerian, they were, like, they were born in Nigeria, they've come over here. So like, I, I didn't get it at first yet. They just always made these jokes whenever it was me. Like, like my sister would be like, does anyone want Plante Chris? But they were like, no, he probably wants Walkers. She's an onion. Is it? Yeah, but I never got why the jokes were coming out. <laughs> I, I never got it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was the only oh. British born Nigerian there, innit? So I just thought, oh, why do these guys yeah. keep coming for me? But then later on, one of the people must have said, oh, like, you know, like, they made a comment that basically made me realise they feel like I've got access to all these opportunities because I was born here. Why am I coming to join the opportunity that they have? Right. They had to grind to get to this opportunity and I've just rolled in because my sister's doing the training. Yes. Yes. You know, and so that, that's literally why they were just coming at me with certain jokes and stuff. It was, it was crazy, Do you know? And I couldn't understand it. I'm like, we're all here doing the course, you know? Like, no matter exactly. our journey that has been to get here, like, let's let's support each other on that. And so, yeah, it's made me realize that and because of their journey. That's the thing, right? It's, it's so easy to do that and to think that this isn't fair and that isn't fair. And I can't remember who I was talking to, but it's like, God isn't necessarily a fair God, but he's a just God. Yeah. There's a difference yeah, between fairness mm. and justice, right? Yeah. It's like you can show favor to people if if you want to, that there's mm. nothing fair about it. I can just say, I yeah. like your shoes. I want to give you this. That's not fair, but there's nothing wrong with it. That's for me to do what I want with it. See, that's, that's deep though, that fairness thing, you know? But because, uh, yeah, I'll, I've been thinking about that even when you said, you know, like, I always think it's everything fair for everyone, isn't it? No. You know, <laughs> no it it's isn't. Not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> like, it's actually not. It it's actually, actually isn't. not. It's actually not. You know, 
you know yeah that's that's crazy when you think about it it actually isn't but also like our concept of what we think is fair is way off anyway yeah exactly compared to how god takes it by the curse yeah yeah 100 (laughs) percent so that's why for me it's not about like is it fair or is it not fair it's about actually okay like what is God asking of me? What has God given mm. me? Because there are things that God has given to me that he hasn't given to you. Things that God has given yeah. to you that he hasn't given to me. Yeah. You know, because, and it was interesting is, you know, the story of the talents. It yeah. says about how he gave to each of them in accordance to their ability. Mm. Right? It says he gave one, one talent, another two talents and another five talents, but it was in accordance to their ability. So we all actually have different capabilities, different abilities, different giftings, everything like that. Mm. And what we're given is also in accordance to those. Yeah. You know, but then where you see justice is that he didn't reward the person for turning five to 10 more than the person for turning two to four. Because mm. if you look at it on that, it's five versus two increase. Yeah. But actually they both got the same reward. They both got the same you know the same compliment of well mm-hmm. done my good and faithful servant yeah you know? because they both had a hundred percent increase mm. and that's where when you look at even like stuff like tithing for example it's ten percent ten percent to everybody is ten percent yeah you know it's still ten percent whether mm. it's a million or a pound it's still ten percent yeah, yeah you know and this is where there is there is still justice you know, but everything isn't always going to be fair as we see it. Mm. No, definitely, I, I agree, man. I definitely agree. Because yeah, everyone's 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 got everyone's born with different circumstances, isn't it? Yeah. And everyone asks itself, okay, is this fair or is this not? But do you think also when we when we look at fairness, do you think it's because we think too highly of ourselves? Oh, explain. Like, you remember the, the last episode where we were talking about, you said you didn't deserve your job? Yeah. Like, when we think of what we, we think we deserve and what we should have, Ooh. it's because of how we big ourselves up, isn't it? True. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. But you, you were able to acknowledge, yeah, that, you know what? There was people that are better at this than me, like this was God's favour. Mm. But a lot of the times when we don't get things, we, we think we should get it. Like, you know, it's so true because we don't think yeah. about unfairness from the other side. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, that by like being born in England and having, you know, a salary of more than, like, I don't know, something like 30K, mm. it already puts you in like the top 1% mm. of richness in the world or something. Right. Yeah. But when we compare ourselves to someone like Uncle Jeff, Jeff Bezos, yeah. it looks unfair. <laughs> You know, yeah. but when we don't ever look the other way and say that people think this our lives yeah. are unfair. Are unfair, yeah. You know? I'm saying that. <clears throat> and it's so true. We always just think nothing negative. We don't deserve anything negative. Mm. But then we don't look at other people that are going through it. Like exactly. one little thing happens and we're just like, this don't deserve, I don't deserve for this to be happening to me. Mm. It's, it's true. Yeah. We just have this mindset sometimes of life that everything's just meant to go a certain way mm. you know mm. that thing of like you deserve this and you don't deserve yeah. this always makes me feel so uncomfortable because the thing is as well what so happens is 
people start looking at other people that have got favor and they're jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Because they feel like they deserve it because they worked yeah. hard. No, <laughs> none of us deserve anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if we talk about what we really deserve, right? Honestly, it's hell. It's hell fire. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> That's the only thing we really actually deserve. That's <laughs> true, bro. Like. <laughs> oh, man. It's so true. It's so true. That's what we really deserve. Exactly. But they give us what we deserve. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so because we have this understanding that it's true, like, cool, work hard, all of those things. But that doesn't always mean that it's going to go the way you plan the way it. That you want it to. Yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely. I, I think we do put ourselves on that we, we think so highly of ourselves do you know like, chill out yeah <laughs> chill out <laughs> bro it's so true man and this thing of just yeah understanding god's favor do you know that listen it's not we like you said we don't deserve anything man we, what we really deserve is, is hellfire man but thank god for jesus <laughs> exactly you know um, and understanding that man <laughs> Yeah, that's so that's so important. Even like of recent, in everything I've been doing work-wise, I've just been trying to like, just just um step away from that mindset of I deserve this and this should happen. So just bringing it before God and say, Lord, have mercy. Mm. Honestly, <laughs> give me favor, please. Give me favor. I need it because. Well, it doesn't matter if all the dots are connected. Like, you can be great at your job. If you ever got favor with your colleagues, yeah, you ain't gonna doesn't be able matter. to do the job well. Yeah, exactly. it doesn't matter how good you are as an individual. Exactly. Right, it's so true, bro. And there's something that I like, you know what you're just saying about the favor? Mm. It says about when a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace mm. with him. Yeah. And how is it that our ways please the Lord? It's just walking in faith. <clears throat> you know, that is what is important to God. That is what God wants from us. Mm. Is that we walk in faith with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's 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 all he wants from us. Yeah, that's all it requires. You know. And for that that scripture there. Is, is like wow it's for your enemies to be at peace with you that's that's another level there that's huge like, that huge. is another level also another another thing that like one thing that God's been speaking to me about actually this last couple of weeks has been about obedience mm. and um like partial obedience is still disobedience wow you know what I mean so if if I ask that my nephew to do something and he had to do it now and he does it in two hours, he didn't follow the instruction. Mm. He might think, oh, I still did what you said I should do, but I told you to do it now, you done it two hours later. Mm. And yeah, I was just searching myself and asking God to search me because I, I was seeing a pattern of me falling into that, like, yeah, Lord, I did this, but I didn't do it the way God wanted me to do it at the time. And, God wanted me to do it. A lot of times mm. we get the message from God, but we try and deliver it our own way. Mm. These times the messages come with instructions. Do <laughs> mm. you know? And yeah, just how important obedience is. So you know? true. Um, even when the Bible talks about Jesus, they say he learned obedience through the things through he the suffered. Through the things he suffered. So even yeah. Jesus had to learn it. <laughs> wow. Do you know? 
So and I guess our default is that we always want to do our own thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's our default, like, yeah. Absolutely. I don't even know how we got here. Yeah, this is how I'm trying to... <laughs> We're talking about friendships and then we just <laughs> we're talking default. Right, it went off. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for... <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode yeah. of the Reasons for Hold podcast. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the conversation mm. um, and anything you'd have to add. So hit us up on Instagram. Uh, links are in the in the bio. But yeah, thank you guys for joining. Thank you, Abraham, for another episode. Much oh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Well, thank you for sharing. And yeah, we'll catch you guys soon. All right, peace. Peace.